Hi everyone, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Josh Wright Piano Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about performing, nerves, performance anxiety, and overanalyzing things in our mind during and after performances. One of our listeners wrote in and they said, yesterday I performed uh, a few pieces on the piano for a family gathering. I had prepared for several weeks and was playing perfectly by myself, as well as in video recordings during my practice sessions. Of course, things didn't work out smoothly during the performances, and I am a bit disappointed. I can't stop thinking of all the places I messed up. I can't even sleep well. Is it common that one puts so much analysis and thinking after the performance? Perhaps you could touch on this subject on a podcast on how to deal with after-performing stress and anxiety, as well as how you get back on track. This is a great question because I think we all do this and we tend to obsess over the places we messed up on rather than the places that went successfully. The biggest thing that I like to do right after I mess up in a performance when I get home or the next day or you know the following days of the, the next week is to go back and play it perfectly because I am proving to myself that I can actually do that. A lot of times we think that we are as good as one of our worst performances. So we define ourselves by our weaknesses. And I think that's a really dangerous thing to do as a pianist and in any area of life, to be honest. So I wanted to just briefly recap what I've talked about in many YouTube videos, as well as one of my paid courses, the VIP Masterclass series. I have a huge section about performing and performance anxiety in there as well. But just to give you guys a few quick tips to get started with on how to deal with that and a few things I like to do before performances and um, just how I can keep improving on those uh, aspects of performing First of all, realize that performing is a separate skill that you have to develop. I recently did a YouTube video on that. You have to realize that practicing to perfection is a lot different than performing to perfection. And practicing is a different type of skill than performing. Of course, you're still playing the same pieces and you're employing a lot of the same techniques, but the act of performing is a separate skill you really need to work on. And you need to get out in front of a lot of people and play and swallow your pride and be willing to fail if you are going to be good at performing. A lot of people don't care about performing and they just say, I want piano to be my outlet. In which case I say you probably shouldn't perform that much because it's a super discouraging <laughs> thing because it takes so long to get good at performing. There are young kids and I was one of those young kids that naturally liked performing, but there have been many instances in my life where I've gotten really nervous before big competitions or recitals or performances and I haven't played my best and it's really discouraging and you have to have the mental fortitude and tenacity to actually push through those difficult times and to keep going even amid failures in your mind. Um, I don't think any bad performance is necessarily a failure. I think the only failure that you can truly have when you're trying to be a good performer is to not get out there and practice performing. It's very important to just get out there and keep doing it. And it might take you 50 performances to start getting somewhat comfortable on stage. It might take you 100. It might take you three. Sometimes it's just that first initial performance, the first couple of performances, and then they start to feel good and others keep working at it. But I can tell you every single student I've ever had that made performing a priority and they kept working at it and they kept getting out on stage even after a lot of quote unquote failed performances 
they always get better at it and you build confidence and you build positivity and encouragement in your mind as you do it more and you start to realize that your mistakes when you're on stage aren't as severe as you think they are. I remember playing the Beethoven Choral Fantasy a couple of years ago and I there in that piece you're with full orchestra and choir but it starts with this five or six or seven page piano solo. I can't remember how long exactly it was. And I had a memory slip on page two. You can go watch that on YouTube. It's just a little stumble. It felt like an eternity on stage. When I listen back to it now, it's like a one to two second little mess up. It is not a big deal. And I remember walking off the stage, my wife was backstage. I'm like, I'm quitting piano. This is ridiculous. After 25 years, I can't play this without making mistakes. But it was my first performance ever of that piece. I was under a lot of stress because I was performing Rachmaninoff third concerto one and a half months earlier than that. And that's a way more difficult piece. And that performance was one of the best of my life. I had just given more priority to the Rachmaninoff third concerto than I did the Beethoven choral fantasy. I'd worked for seven months straight on the Rachmaninoff third. I started learning the Beethoven choral fantasy the day after my Rachmaninoff third concerto performance. And one month and a half later, I was performing it. So there wasn't nearly as much preparation. I know it's not as difficult or as long, but still a lot of times it just takes persistence maybe i didn't practice performing enough before so there are a lot of factors that go into it a couple of other recommendations i have are to read the book called the power of now um, that was recommended to me by a friend rachel kudo who is an incredible artist and um, a very nice person as well we competed many times together and she's always been very supportive and kind and she said that book really changed my life and Claire Wangsi uh, who I also competed with that same year this was back in 2010 gave an interview shortly after the national Chopin competition where she said a lot of the same things that Eckhart Tolle the author of The Power of Now mentions in that book like clearing out a space in your mind not thinking of anything just having a creative impulse guide you rather than thinking of what's coming up or what just happened only living in that present moment that's something that really helps me another thing that i like to do is pretend that i'm observing things in the third person that also comes from tole's book i think he mentions it as watching the thinker like observing yourself thinking from a third person standpoint i like to do that same thing on stage i like to pretend that i am just a listener in the audience but i have perfect control over what the performer is doing because hey i'm the performer but thinking of myself in the third person takes some of the stress off the next thing I like to do is if I'm in a really stressful situation and I'm overanalyzing things, I like to think of a random object. So I remember playing Serious Variations at Piano Fest in the Hamptons, um, Serious Variations by Mendelssohn. I was so nervous when I got on stage for some reason, even though I was very well prepared, and I just thought of my wife's face during that whole performance, and it went really well. Um, the the performance was smooth and I was collected and when I started to calm down a bit after a few pages then I could get back to thinking about the music and what I wanted to do with it but sometimes you have to let your muscle memory kick in if your mind is overanalyzing everything because you can quickly sabotage performances another thing that I like to remember is something that I heard in a Daniel Trifonov interview on Medici TV he said, I have this anxious anticipation backstage, like I want to go out and share. A lot of times we think of ourselves 
and a piece of advice I got from a fellow musician who studied with Ray Smith. Uh, Ray Smith is a professor down at BYU. The musician had told me, I was backstage and Ray Smith said, are you nervous? And he said, yeah, I'm nervous. He's like, then you're selfish. He's like, you're thinking about yourself. Start thinking about the music and you won't get nervous anymore. And I liked that. It was kind of harsh advice, but it really wakes you up to the fact that, hey, this isn't about me. This is about sharing something I care about with the audience. And ultimately, play for yourself. Play for, be selfish. Be Play for your own enjoyment and you will start to play better. If you worry about who's in the audience, who's listening, am I gonna embarrass myself in front of them? If you start having thoughts like that, Everything is about your own pride and ego and how do I look? And then you stop serving the music. So start just enjoying the music for the experience of making great music. I recently saw the movie Ford versus Ferrari um, with my family and it's such a disappointing ending. Here's a spoiler alert, you know, if you don't want to know. But at the end, when he gets second place, it was just like heartbreaking. And he was disappointed, you could tell, but you could see it in his face that he started accepting it and then they started talking about the car and then they're back out on the track training for the next year it was never about the trophy i mean that was a catalyst for motivation but it was the act of building a supercar and building something that could win a race like that and it was about that experience. So when you start focusing on things that really matter, like making great music and expressing yourself through that music, you'll start to really get rid of those nerves and really start to shine and start to play the best you've ever played because your mind is in the right place. It's no longer about you or the audience or what you look like or, oh my gosh, am I prepared? Or, oh my gosh, what's that next note? It's about the whole flow of the experience. So I hope those give you a few tips to think about in your performances. I hope you're all doing well so far this year. Have a great week. Good luck in your practice sessions.